0: Welcome to the What's Liking podcast. It's your host, Larry Atensia. With me today is Eric Reichenbacher. How old are you and where are you from, Eric?
1: Hey there, Larry. Um I am 37 years old. Had to had to remember that one. Um I, where I'm from is a, is a, is, can be kind of a tough question. I usually say Las Vegas. That's where I went to uh, middle and high school. I was born in Tucson, Arizona. I went to elementary school and uh, spent, spent like 12 years in Columbus, Ohio, but I've lived the past 14 years from when we met in San Francisco after college. And just last year, moved up to San Rafael, which is about 30 minutes north of uh, San Francisco. When people ask me where I'm from, I would say Las Vegas, so. That's the easiest answer.
0: Okay, Vegas or oh, yeah, Ohio, yeah. Ohio oh, Bay Area. Yeah. That's that's not a bad a, a bad combination. Combination, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Definitely. What do you What do you do for a living? Um. So yeah, I manage
1: a sales team for an education technology company called Remind. Um, maybe some of your listeners might be familiar with it if they're teachers or educators. Uh, communication with, for students, parents, and teachers. So we make a communication software for schools and districts. Yeah, it's funny. I never thought I'd be in a in a role like sales, but I think uh, you know, in, in a specific environment, you know, with like the like the company I'm at, it it really works well for a lot of my strengths. So it's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good spot. But we we obviously know each other for, from uh, from from teaching and Teach for America. So I've actually known for your listeners. I've known Larry for about 15 years now. I, I still remember when we when we first met driving down from I think Stanford down to LA together. So it's a definitely a good way. Six hour drive is a good way to get to know someone. So
0: yeah. Um, um yeah
1: yeah.
0: I, I had put uh, my phone up to the camera to show the remind app uh that's yeah. what, exactly. at my school yeah. um for Communicating with parents, um, making phone calls and sending messages. So yeah, it's a yeah. it's a pretty big app in the educational realm industry. Just wanted to let people know, and I'm sure teachers have have heard of it. Talking about apps, that's actually how we uh, first contacted each other, or at least how you know we 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 sort of came together because I needed someone to take me to L.A. <laughs> from the area. And TFA had like a uh, what what would we call it like a T- oh man online... it was like a
1: it was like a, it was a Facebook group but not even not on, on Facebook yeah, I, it was, yeah, yeah it was yeah it
0: was sort of like old school sort of like newsletter message board basically TFA um, Bay Connect exactly yeah, so, I think it was yeah. And, and and I was like ah I'm gonna need help please someone. and you were the only person that responded. <laughs> Altruism. Man, I'm, so, glad I,
1: I'm glad I did. I'm glad yeah, we, I, we, I we glad connected. Too.
0: Great guy. It's been a great, what, 15 15 years? Yeah. Crazy, man. Yeah, 2008, we started, right? So. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are you, go ahead. No,
1: I, no, go, let's yeah, go with the question. I was just gonna, I just wanted to, I just wanted to give a shout out to the podcast. First of all, and thank you for, <laughs> for having me on Larry. I mean, I just remember, I just wanted to say, you know, a couple of years ago, I don't know what we were doing. Or, I just remember you, I feel like we were visiting Philly when you first moved out there and you were just, you we were kind of just hanging out and you were just like you said something casually like i'm trying i'm looking for beauty in the mundane and you just like said it like off the cuff and i was like i just i just appreciate that philosophy and i i think you fostered that ethos in your life and also in this podcast so i've got to be one of the biggest listeners of this and the previous iteration um of the what's lacking podcast so honored to join you today get to get to delve into some, some cool topics here. I
0: appreciate that comment. I appreciate you. And, 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 you know, as our friendship, you as a person, as a man, and, and also the fact that, you know, you, you've supported the podcast from, from, from the beginning and, you know, see the vision. You know, beauty in the mundane and and, and also, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the triumphant mediocrity. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, everyone who gets to a, a particular place of expertise and, and just mastery of craft has to go through that, you know, mediocrity and mediocre phase. So I think, you know, trying to focus on the mundane, the regular, the commonplace, and is 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 something that has its importance in, in life. And um, are you married? Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, uh, my wife, Sarah, Sarah and I met, um, yeah, same, same program we did teach for America back when we were 22, right out of college. Um, so we've been together 15 years now. It's a pretty long time. And we've been married since, um, since 2015. So about eight years now, a little over eight years. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah was excited to, uh, that, that, that I was joining the podcast, you know, it was, we, uh, her and I loved having you visit earlier this year out here in the Bay area. It was super fun Um, during, during a pretty rough time, as you know, in our, you know, we had some, had a uh, really hard death. uh, Sarah's mom passed away this year. Um, So been a, been a, been an up and down year for sure, man. But um, definitely having you come out and visit was, was a, was a nice, a nice respite from, from some of that. So. yeah, yeah. That's
0: that's definitely been a, a highlight of, of, of my, of my year and um, yeah. it was a great visit. It was great spending time with you guys and also uh, with uh, some old students and, and old colleagues. So that trip yeah. was definitely a, a beautiful one and, and one that I really enjoyed. And thank you for having me and yeah, it was, sure. it was great. Um, sure. You have children?
1: Yes, yeah. So uh, my daughter, uh, Teddy, I just turned four last month, uh, August 3rd. Turning into a kid, man, I feel like right before our eyes, it's, you know, it's hard to even remember when she was a baby sometimes. (laughs) So, man, yeah. Also, I haven't I haven't told you yet, but uh, Sarah's thirteen weeks pregnant <laughs> <What>? <laughs> with 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 another girl. So we got a live reveal here on the pod, Larry. I don't yeah. know if we've
0: had one of these before. Uh, yeah, exactly. An exclusive uh, an exclusive what's lacking like podcast. You know, ex- like, we get this podcast would you be able to receive these news? So yeah, exactly. wow! Congratulations. Thank um, you, thank you. So are you April? Are you,
1: but, talk to me again in April. We'll have we'll have. Uh, April 9th is so far the due date right now. We'll have, uh, yeah. have two girls then. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Exciting news. Uh, do, do you want another oh, girl? Good question. No,
1: that's a good question. Yeah, a lot of people ask me about that. Um, I I honestly, you know, when I went, before I had kids, I, I probably would have told you I wanted a boy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm one of, one of, you know, I have two brothers, two half brothers technically, but grew up with them like my brothers. Um, and just that. I don't know that, that kind of camaraderie people with the same, you know, the same gender, I feel like sometimes get, get along or, you know, have, have common interests growing up or into some similar things. So I, I always thought, you know, boy, maybe two boys, but, um, having a girl, man, I, I know, I know you have Marilyn too, and you know, you know uh, you know all about it, but I mean, I just, I just love, um yeah having a girl and uh i think i i was excited i wanted another girl to be honest Uh, i would have been obviously happy either way but like yeah really really excited uh about about having another girl man yeah i was i was thinking about it too we got to get our kids together i know marilyn's uh you
0: know almost four now right she's gonna be turning almost four yes her birthday's in november um i i yeah i like i like that uh rationalization for wanting to have another girl because of the camaraderie and the and the connection that uh will probably develop if if it's another one. So I had never thought about it maybe because I'm selfish and yeah. I think more for uh Teddy's development and just you know future uh relationship uh uh and 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 yeah that's a that's a great way to to think about that. Uh I hadn't uh but yeah that's that's something that I'll I'll keep in mind. And I, you know, we we also want another one, and if yeah. we do have another one, I'm definitely team, you know, little little junior, little Larry. Um, yeah, like yeah, the boy, you know. But yeah. uh, now that you that you mentioned that, I might have to to reconsider. Um, another thing about that comment is that last time we saw each other, like like you had mentioned, yeah, um, <laughs> we had a, a a long deep conversation. Yeah. About whether or not you wanted uh another child and it seemed to me that you were pretty adamant and set on just having one and yeah. talking with Sarah as well. She was also she also seemed to be uh yeah. not open to, to having another one. And so totally. what, what what changed? Was I a small part of uh, of changing <sighs> <laughs> your mind because I know I went on a, a, a pretty long. You Go ahead. Yeah. No. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you, <laughs>
1: you, you laid it. You talking about, yeah. Like expanding your progeny and all this stuff, which <laughs> it, I think, I feel like, yeah, we, 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 we did, we had to, in spite of some of your comments, maybe. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, 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 I, I, no. It's I a a good, sure. I mean, whatever, whatever. It's a good question. You know, I feel like a lot of people come to come to this question, you know, knowing, you know, being pretty certain, right? Like, I, de- you know, I definitely want two or three kids. it up. Um, for us, you know, it was always kind of like we wanted two. uh, one, you know, has been has been a you know a blessing. We just feel so happy and like yeah, almost almost some ways. I think I feel like we we you know we we might we didn't want to mess that up or change things too much like we've got a really good thing going but um you know i think just that 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 camaraderie of two kids and also honestly some of the things that happened this year with Sarah's mom passing is like you know death and also also bringing in life is is just kind of this, uh, this, this connection that we wanted to have. And I, you know, I think her mom would have wanted it. And we're, we're, we're really excited about that. Um, And, you know, we kind of, we kind of, kind of batted it back and forth. And, you know, a lot of people talk about wanting, wanting the kids to be a little bit closer. Ours will be about four and a half years apart, uh, which is a little bit of a gap there uh, maybe, but I think it's going to be a really, really cool gap where Teddy, understands the the process and what's happening can be helpful hopefully um teddy if you're listening uh (laughs) but um yeah i think it i think it'll be i think it'll be really cool and we kind of just decided like hey if we're gonna do this let's do it now yeah turned out turned out to be a pretty quick process so you know but yeah neither of us were yeah it's a it's a good memory that that you had because both of us you know we've been back and forth back and forth on it for sure
0: that's, that's something that Paula has also brought up and, and I think is an important thing to keep in mind, which is that, you know, when you have an only child, uh, sometimes it is important to, to to try to expand the family so that they have someone mm-hmm. to just help them in in, in in that journey of life and adulthood. And, you know, just because we, we are, you know, older parents, we are getting older. Our parents, mm-hmm. you know, as you know, you know... Mm-hmm. Um, Death is a is a reality for mm-hmm. the grandparents. and, you know, families in in in, in advanced industrial nations tend mm-hmm. to you know go their separate ways and live in different places. So it's just, you know, the way that Paula framed it was that she'll always have that sibling that, you know, she could uh, lean on for support mm-hmm. and just look out for each other. Um, because they'll be around the same age and 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 they'll have that bond and camaraderie like you like you were mm-hmm. talking about. Yeah, that, I think that's mm-hmm. that's truly important and and something that convinced me or you know made me feel more open about a second one and.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I want I want I've been wanting to tell you, Larry. I've been <laughs> wanting to let you know or no, you know, it was give it. you a call or text you, but I was like, all right, we're gonna be, great, we're gonna be talking about on, 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 the, on the podcast. Yeah, yeah
0: I, I, I feel like the the Sham Sharania. Uh, yes of of yeah. of the mundane um yeah <laughs> who's the guy from from espn um woach woj, woj yeah what's yeah woj, woj, no, your yeah. but yeah um yeah, yeah. and what was your your relationship like with your with your parents growing up
1: yeah no this is a this is a big question um yeah so i mean just a little history um so my parents my parents divorced when i was two um, but so, so my parents had had me when they were quite a bit younger, they were like 26 years old. So they, they were, you know, high school sweethearts who went to college together. My dad was in medical school uh, in, at Arizona. And after that, they moved out to Columbus, Ohio, um, for his for his like residency. And yeah, so we, my parents separated right, right when we were living there in Ohio and I was two, about two, two and a half or so. So, you know, I never, I never really remembered, uh, you know, them together, like having that, that nuclear family. So, you know, I, growing up, I, I was never, you know, very certain people always ask like, how is it having you, your parents are divorced? I was never, you know, feel like I was never really emotional about it. Everyone kind of asked me about that. And I would always say, you know, it's nice having two Christmases or, you know, (laughs) have some like, some like funny response or something like that. Um, But, you know, in, in reflection, I think like any kid, you know, it really affected me. um, And still, still kind of affects me today. But yeah, my relationship with it to them was good. Like, I mean, I was, you know, I feel like one of my, probably if I'm, if I'm in a therapy session, probably like one of my, responses to that divorce or that that kind of that that split and that that challenging situation was just be like a really good obedient kid like I just listen follow directions <laughs> like you know and all, my parents always tell me you're so good like teachers everyone you know I just wanted to excel at sports and school and yeah so you know now I'm I, th- I feel like I'm I'm closer and more myself around my mom um, you know, we definitely had some troubles in middle school and high school. I think like with a lot of teenagers, that's when you you know set out and really differentiate yourself and, you know, rebel a little bit. But yeah, I, I, I felt like she was maybe a little bit, you know, maybe a little bit overbearing or kind of in my in my business a little bit too much. So, you know, I would didn't want to bring my friends around the house or anything. But I, I think our relationship is is much better now. And I feel, um, you know, I feel, I feel much closer to her now and can be more myself around her. You know, I grow up, grew up mostly with her. My, I only, you know, my dad lived in different places. So he, you know, he lived in Boston for, uh, you know, postdoc and then when he became a, a he's actually a child psychiatrist um he 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 moved to Albuquerque New Mexico and New Zealand and, he, and then back oh, wow. to back to yeah yeah he lived in New Zealand for like four or five years so I would only visit him and saw him really during like most like summertime I would get on a plane and go yeah. go to my dad's um <clears throat> and then and then um you know, holidays, Christmas and stuff like that. So um, yeah, we just don't have that, that same kind of relationship that I feel like you get with, you know, when you grow up up full time and do the day to day, the mundane, right. With, with, uh, with a parent.
0: So just putting, you know, connecting the dots, you were in Columbus, Ohio with your dad for a few years. um, And then you moved to Las Vegas to be with your mom. What was the impetus behind that um, decision? Well, no, so I, so I grew up, so
1: my mom stayed in Ohio and okay. we, you know, she remarried two other, had two other kids, uh, w- w- you know, with my stepdad. Um, they're okay. still together and, you know, I, you know, Nick and Craig are, you know, mm-hmm. if, if you met me, they're, they're my brothers, right? They're half brothers. Um, so we grew up, we lived there from, you know, I was two to 13. Okay. So with with my mom, stepdad, family, kind of growing, growing up there, good, you know, uh, the impetus I think moving, moving out west was just uh, my stepdad's job, my mom wanting to get back out west, um, you know, being from Arizona and stuff like that. Okay. So.
0: And what was your, how did you get along with your step parents? <clears throat> yeah, no, that's a good question. My dad,
1: my dad actually remarried. Um, uh a couple times and d- again it wasn't like I wasn't very super involved there cuz okay. he lived in Al- Albuquerque, or, you know, most of the time but um good pretty good relationship with my stepdad to be honest I think he I give him a lot of credit man like yeah he's you know he, li- he just retired this uh, last year um he's like an l- electrical engineer um and just yeah worked worked really hard you know um yeah, we didn't have the you know, like typical close I think bond of like a father son, but like I mean, he did so much for me. Coach, coach my sports, right? Like, um, was all all there, all you know, always always there for me in that in that respect. So that's a good question. Not a, a lot of people yeah. bring that up, and yeah, I feel I feel really I you know I I you know I kind of started on like a a somber note of like parents divorcing and stuff. I, I feel you know really lucky in so yeah. many ways of my upbringing, like more than, more than just, you know, even two, you know, really loving parents, you know, I, I got, got a good stepdad two two brothers, got, you know, got to see a lot of different places and like visit my dad and be with him and travel and as a kid and do so many, you know, really fun, fun things. Um, you know, there were, there were definitely hard times, but um, you know, just kind of like, I don't know. I remember stories just like going to visit visit my dad and like being thrown into some like school or summer camp where I knew nobody didn't have like any siblings or anything um so I feel like it you know kind of made me develop a little there you know become a little bit more extroverted um but at the same time you know I had my home base I had you know my Mm -hmm. mom's house to go back to grew up with my mom my stepdad you know our house was always really, you know, uh, lively, like kids were always over. We had like a huge side yard in, in Ohio. It's like, I mean, it was, felt like the size of a football field at the time. It's probably like super tiny if I drove by it now. But <laughs> basketball, you know, basketball in the drive driveway, kids were, 10 bikes were over there with kids playing after school. It was like a
0: cool, like little suburban classic uh life there I feel like that's amazing now do you think the the lack of bonding (laughs) with your stepdad was more from your part because you you know you 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 felt the reality of him not Mm. being your biological dad somehow meant Mm. that you needed to keep some sort of distance and or Mm. you think it was probably
1: that's a good that's I've never been asked that but yeah, I mean, yeah, probably probably went both ways to be honest a little bit. There okay. was never no, you mm-hmm. know, until later. I mean, we definitely had some arguments and fights, uh, you know, 13 or so, but there was never no like, you know, you're not my real dad, you know, type thing. <laughs> we were right, right. we uh, you know, I I, you know, was was like I said, up, you know, up until high school, you know, really really just like good kid, but yeah, yeah, yeah definitely probably some some of that lack of just like super closeness because yeah in my head i'm like you're not my real dad Mm -hmm. like (laughs) i've got yeah i've got yeah i already already have a dad so they and i feel like that sort of tension and like or like um taking sides honestly yeah uh has definitely come up with with me and my brothers a little bit and some of even even our more adult arguments as well for sure yeah that but yeah I mean I and I remember also like you know we when my when my mom was um getting married to my stepdad you know I was like four or so and they had my brother Nick you know there was a lot of like family you know a little bit of family counseling and stuff we talked about you know some of that stuff so I think they did they probably did a good job of of you know explaining and talking about what was what was going on at the time (laughs) you know when you're when you're young it's hard to it's hard to wrap your head around at the same time so
0: yeah no yeah it's 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 a fascinating sort of um history and and Mm -hmm. and we we've had a few conversations around it but it's it's definitely something that i'd love to continue delving Mm -hmm. into and and talking about just because yeah it's it's Mm -hmm. it's interesting and and fascinating the the sort of relationships we build and how those things affect Mm -hmm. um affect us and also Mm -hmm. you know the age at which it happens etc um what was your experience like in the educational system yeah I think that goes it's such a such a big
1: big thing about growing up and and who you are as a person right yeah I I, it was education has always always been kind of an unspoken known thing in my family it's like as an important thing, right? It's just, you know, it's not something we, we've talked about too much, but there was always just sort of that, you know, focus on education. I think, you know, know, my parents, um, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty educated. Um, My, even my, going back to my, my, um, one of my grandparents, um, you know, he always tells all these stories growing up in kind of poverty as a, you know, um, son of a, german immigrant in indiana and ohio and he was just pretty smart and smart smart kid and he went to mit um oh, and wow. he just kind of like told told people like I'm, I'm i'm doing this i'm going to mit like super just like scientific engineering mind he like worked for nasa on some of the some of like their early missions like designing stuff i don't even know about <laughs> rockets and stuff like that uh my grand his his wife my grandma was um they're still alive. One of the, she was like one of the first female classes at Boston University, um, and so they just like visiting them, I always you know they always were just so you know always uh, you know talking about education, the importance of it, and I, they they probably wanted me to be an engineer or something like that. But um, yeah, it, 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 my my relationship to education was always you know knowing it was something really important, taking it very you know pretty seriously. I think. Even, you know, growing up in Ohio during those formative years, three to 13, I think are just such, such important years, you know, schools were, the schools there were pretty good. Um, You know, they, they, I was able to, you know, be in some like their gifted classes and stuff like that. So it gave me opportunity to go beyond what, what some other kids were doing, which I thought was pretty cool. And like, you know, kind of understood that that was like kind of a special thing that I got to do at the same time. So yeah, good, good. You know, good good relationship to education there, and uh, moving to Nevada, you know, it definitely, definitely, you could tell like the, edu- <laughs> the education system took a big drop. In it. you know, we it was kind of a running joke, and you know, they they called Nevada the Mississippi, the West, or something for education. <laughs> like on a lot of indicators, it's like oh. it's like down there, man.
0: Well, um, Shots of Mississippi, but that was definitely that- <laughs> a <shot to> Mississippi. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, sorry, but. uh um, yeah, I'm just talking about like some, some <laughs> indicators like education, You're you're West coast, uh, ele- ele- in, yeah, yeah, bias exactly. Came, yeah. yeah came West out. coast fine. But you know, at the same time, it's just very, the education system is just so unequal there in, in, in Nevada. So like, be, you know, if you were, if you were lucky enough to, you know, be in like AP classes, like in high school and stuff like that, it was a great, good experience. So.
0: Yeah. You you had also mentioned that um this goes along with your with, with your comment about just being around um mm-hmm. people who valued uh, uh education. So it didn't have to be anything that was explicitly told, you just understood yeah. because it was like part yep. of the 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 water of your yep. um experience. Uh you also yep. mentioned your parents met um in high yeah. school but then went to college together. Uh you want to tell yeah. me a little bit about that? Yeah, honestly, I, I mean
1: I don't know a ton about that history. I mean, yeah, yeah they, yeah, they both went to college. There was a period of time my mom went like she did some, she, she actually studied um, childhood development and, okay. you know, has always, you know, been talking about that and the importance and like di- referencing different, different, um, different scholars, like, you know, in, in childhood development, even growing up, I was like, what is she talking about? But now I'm yeah. like, Oh, that was pretty, that was pretty cool that she actually like understood, understood that. And I could probably (laughs) use some of that right now, but um, yeah, they, she, she did kind of a separate thing at Northern Arizona university for a little bit, but they they were always uh, together. Yeah. But, you know, I was just going to say, make a comment, you know, I, I, I think my education experience was, was really good. I, however, you know, I, and I, I excelled in high school, did really well, like was one of the valedictorians at our high school. But I think our school just kind of rewarded just like diligence, getting your homework done, like memorizing certain facts. You know, it was it wasn't a ton. It didn't really push you a ton in like critical thinking, you know, questioning, creativity, innovation. I think I, I didn't really sort of delve into that too much until college. I, I was, I was good at those things. I, you know, I was diligent and memorized things. Uh, Like I was, I was really rewarded for that. And then compared to some people who I have seen come from other more, more, more challenging, more, you know, better high schools it's definitely something I want honestly for, for my, for my kids for sure. But yeah, yeah. And college, college was a good experience. Went to university of Arizona where, where my parents went, um, and, um, know yeah, it's a big school. So I wanted to kind of make it, make it a little bit smaller and more manageable. So like I got into this kind of, you know, multidisciplinary major where you could kind of develop your own major and pick from different, uh, different disciplines, um, you know, cl- creating my own kind of curriculum basically. Yep. And, um, so it was really cool. Yeah. It was a good experience there where uh, I was able to be a little bit more creative and get get some of that experience as well. What were the, the
0: the disciplines you 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 mostly focused on?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, it was a cool it was a cool um international relations was kind of the main umbrella and then you got to focus on whether you wanted to do, you know, they called one applied political economy or development um <laughs> or yeah, you <know>, other yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other other things so you could you know, you, you chose basically you know, so it's development and then yeah. you could choose a region you know like uh south america and then you had to choose a, you know do a language that was associated with that so i i did um development in africa and french so yeah living in california it is kind of weird that i learned french and i probably wish i did did spanish <laughs> it'd be a lot more helpful uh so i like kind of I get, yeah, I know I know you're going to ask me about regret, so that's like, um, I would call that a mini regret.
0: <laughs> We're going to jump ahead there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I've been on a economics and just like development studies kick lately. Just been reading a yes. lot about that. And yeah, I, th- I think I texted you about it. Uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I thought mm-hmm. you had majored in economics because of the conversations with
1: yeah.
0: uh Cameroon and um yeah. development and just yeah. yeah political economy but yeah now it makes sense because you I'm sure you definitely had lots of economics courses as well um yeah. for a long time I was pretty anti economics and yeah. uh, you don't have to get into my sort of um trajectory of political ph- ph- political and philosophical views but yeah it's mm. I've I've definitely been in, in the last few years sort of uh reconsidering and, and 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 rethinking certain premises and principles and ideas that i had uh for a long time um in my youth but yeah so i've been on a mm. economics mm. kick lately. um i can't do math so <laughs> I, I don't think i've ever would have you know been good at it or or or, or anything but i, I do appreciate the, the sort of um ideas and and just mm-hmm. pushing against what i had for a long time uh, believed in and, and, and just giving myself a balance and just, you know, being critical of myself and, and, and where I stood. So I'll come to a, a conclusion in, 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 in my deathbed about what this all means. <laughs> in the meantime, I'll try to be as open to all yeah, of yeah. intelligent, uh, thinking about life and development and technology etc well uh, that's and
1: that's one thing i appreciate you yeah, i remember when we first met you were like i, I feel like i probably made fun of you at for being like a, a marxist and you know pretty dogmatic in your ways at the time so i feel like continuing to grow and you know hold some of that that you you know grew up or not grew up but like in college where we're thinking but also see what else is out there um so i i mean i always tell people you're one of the smartest people i know so i <laughs> that,
0: mean, that uh, means a lot to me because yeah you're you, definitely, you're, mean, you're also one of the smartest people that i know so I know that <laughs> that's a lot to me. um i i know uh also and you had mentioned it previously that you were into sports as well growing up um mm-hmm. i think we 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 also bonded for yeah, uh for sure over our love for for sports you know analyzing them playing them mm-hmm. etc but um tell me a little bit more about your experience growing up playing sports cuz yeah uh, you were, so, you were pretty good right like from from what man, I got. yeah
1: I yeah it was I was that's where I got a lot of confidence for sure and was just I mean I, I knew all right we're you know we're playing soccer today I, I know exactly what to do I know I was yeah you know, in first grades you know I remember one game scored like six or seven goals in this game or whatever. so like it you know it was something that kind of came easy to me and like um like I said, yeah, it gave me a lot of confidence. Made a lot of friends through sports. Um, for some reason, yeah, though, in um, you know, play basketball and in, in soccer were the main main two ones. Um, just always, literally. I mean, I was so there were like some overlap periods where I was like doing a soccer, pra- you know, soccer practice and a basketball practice the same day, or like basketball and football practice the same day. And there was some period in in like fifth grade or sixth grade where I just decided I want to you know all the cool kids were doing football in ohio It's just so big there you got ohio state university there in columbus um and i i decided i'm going to do football and they they were like all right you sure you want to do that and like my mom like talked talked to the doctors it's okay for kids and she was like pretty pretty ahead of her time i think in some of her thinking about that um just knowing about child development and stuff like that but doctor was like yeah you know it's, it, it's you know until it's fine until you know until high school that's when you got to start worrying so I was, okay great so fifth grade sixth grade seventh grade was just doing you know doing really good in football you know running back scoring a lot of touchdowns whatever and then man first first game that that doctor i don't know who he was but man <laughs> first for first game in uh in high school that guy tackled me from the side i'm like cutting pivoting and uh was like 10 yards down the field or whatever it must have been like a safety or or outside linebacker that came over and hit me from the side at my knee and just popped right back up to go back to the huddle and collapsed and my 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 knee just gave out and i was like this is this is huge this is really bad uh tore my ucl tore my meniscus which turned out to be the biggest thing so like yeah it's it's my honestly it's affected my life in so many ways still especially now that I'm getting older really starting to feel uh really since I was 25 I could start feeling that knee just not not really you know not not feel very good after doing you know doing doing some things so Yeah, man. Watch out. If you've got people who have boys out there, watch out for watch out for football. It's uh, it's, I don't even, it's not even so much like the head stuff. I mean, I know that's really important too, but like some of the other things that, that can just really, you know, affect your quality of life later down the road. So like taking that, Taking that big long picture approach, so, yeah, man. Anytime I watch football or I see an injury, those running backs, man, I feel it in my yeah. in my soul for those guys. Like seriously, for real. You
0: you you are on your way to being uh, a, a proto McCaffrey.
1: I don't know it's- if I had the size for that, man. I'm like, yeah, I was like, I was like my size in eighth grade, so like I was I was pretty good size and strong for eighth grade. But I like I didn't I didn't grow much after that, so I probably wouldn't have been going, going yeah. anywhere
0: yeah right right you i mean you could you could be short as a football like as a running back uh that's, but you have to be true. like that's compact true. and just like all yeah. muscle super muscular uh, yeah. yeah yeah who was that who who was yeah. that five eight running back from the jacksonville jaguars i think uh, the muscle group. muscle
1: hamster yeah yeah, yeah I'm jd
0: yeah. <laughs> 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 you know like you got to be built like that uh exactly <laughs> Shout out exactly. to you. Yeah. But yeah, so it's, it, yeah, it's, it's, it seems like you, you, you had a trajectory that was cut short. And, you know, maybe yeah. that could be also yeah. part of your, your, your talk about regrets, French and yeah. uh, this guy tackling you. And I'm telling you, yeah,
1: it's, <laughs> yeah, you, boy, yeah, yeah. What,
0: what, what are your political views?
1: Yeah, that's a good, that's a good question. Yeah. I, I, I feel like a lot of people are just what their parents were. And in some ways, I am too. Like my, you know, Both both parents, um, you know, Arizona's pretty red, but they grew up there pretty, they're very Democrat. You know, I feel like they're, you know, they're these kind of 70s, Southwest, outdoorsy people, super environmentalist. I feel like minimalism and just like my my mom always talking about overpopulation and stuff like that. So they were always um, kind of, you know, in that, of that, of that mindset, Um, always like celebrate, you know you know sharing with us like the importance of the diversity um and so I definitely got a lot of that from them um definitely I would I would consider myself left of center yeah I feel like there's a funny story like growing up in high school when you first kind of developing that that you know that that those those thoughts and mindsets and you know what your politics are and what you what you think how, how the world should be yeah, they had some survey for our, for our like AP politics class or whatever it was, uh, history class or something. And, you know, it, it kind of you know, s- spit out like a, a ranking of how liberal or conservative you are. <laughs> and uh, it was funny because I I got of this class, I don't know, it was like 30, 40 kids or whatever. I was the most liberal in this, in this <laughs> class, you know, Las Vegas is pretty conservative. There's a lot of like, yeah. a lot of conservative kids there. And my, my girlfriend at the time, shout out Alexis, uh, we're still <laughs> friends, was the most conservative. And so it was like I, we're, I, we're kind of opposite opposite ends of the spectrum. It was pretty funny, but Um, yeah, I mean, big picture, like now, you know, generally, I feel like one of the main differences between the two, you know, two sort of popular parties in America right now is like trusting of government, right? I generally trust government and, you know, that, that taxes that we pay are going to go to what we're, you know, what, what we want them to go, go towards, um, you know, living in, living in, I feel like San Francisco and California, the <laughs> land of big government has, has like tampered, uh, t- tempered that a little bit, you know, yeah. definitely made, you know, makes, you know, can make me sometimes question uh, some of the uh, excesses of the left. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, I left the center, read, I read New York Times, if that doesn't say it all. Um
0: New York one of my
1: New Yorker exactly one of my favorite podcasts right now is actually oh, what is it called it's this guy Derek Thompson he was a writer for the Atlantic really really smart guy plain English and he just does a really good job of just like explaining things getting into some political topics but like staying like understanding arguments like very you know rational arguments from both sides. He's yeah, he's leftist center for sure too. But like um I think I think does a really good job of 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 pulling in from both sides. So yeah, pretty, pretty typical kind of kind of California person, I would say, in some of the in some of my political yeah. views. Um, but I don't know, man. Maybe. Um. Yeah, maybe those those will change too. I feel like they're. Yeah. I'm open to open to change for sure.
0: Uh, I just wanted to go back to to, to something you mentioned because uh, it's something that I've, I've been thinking a lot about uh, recently, which is uh, your comment about overpopulation. And, yeah. Yes. And you, and you equating it with somehow being a position for liberals or Democrats uh, and. I just wanted to say that that overpopulation has, you know, different political valences and it's it's something that recently and maybe even uh, originally had more of a conservative um Mm. you know right wing valence to it and yeah just wanted to to that's a good
1: point that's a good point you're no you're exactly right and i think there can be these sometimes with the in these different movements strange bedfellows right like yes yes um, yeah yeah no I, i i read something yeah like i feel like demographics and Stuff like that is is I'm so interested in, and I think it has just such a outsized effect on history. Mm-hmm. And there, you know, there can be so much that you can just talk back to dem- like demographics, literally. And I think one thing I read recently is that we're in our kids' lifetime. so Maryland, Teddy, kids that are being born right now are going to experience like the peak of population mm-hmm. in the world. Yep. So we're eight billion plus, right? In something like 2084 or something, they're 70, 80, they're predicting that population will peak at about 10 billion. And then like, and then just like the curve is like, dude, it's like, it, it's so steep. It drops mm-hmm. off like precipitously. Yep. Um, and just like, what are the effects going to be of that? Some positives, some certainly anytime yeah. there's such a big change like that so quick, some are going to be pretty, uh, a lot of whiplash and pretty, pretty challenging for for society, I feel like to deal with. So I thought that was, I thought that was pretty interesting, just as fast as population can grow, right? that multiplier effect you know you you, it it can it can diminish just as just as quickly so
0: yeah some 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 people have been making the argument that uh underpopulation uh, should be the 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 thing that we consider the crisis as opposed to overpopulation just because uh the correlation between uh development and just economic growth and fertility is uh an inverse one right so uh, as we develop and as we grow, we we tend to uh, have less children. And so if we're all headed toward this sort of um, mm. future of capitalist development and education and liberal democracies and, you know, women's equality um fertility rates are going to continue to decrease and uh, as that happens and as we develop then obviously the 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 global population is going to decrease and what are the like you were saying what are the the impacts mm-hmm. and the consequences of that so definitely yeah, something yeah. that yeah like more nuance and and complex perspective on these questions is is needed and you know um that's why I've been you know open to to reading every yeah about uh, you know what would what, what the future holds.
1: For sure. I'm just doing my part, Larry. You know, I'm, I already did my part. Got two, two <laughs> kids. You got, you got to, you know, you got
0: to you, you gotta <laughs> have
1: uh, one more, right? 2.1 one, or 2.1 or whatever. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. To work. Um, yeah. Yeah. Are you religious? Man. So yeah, that's a, that's, that's a, that's a tough question. I not, I would just, I, I don't consider myself very religious. I, I think is the, is the short answer. So I'll give, I'll give the longer answer. Um, but yeah. I don't think I'm really religious in somewhat of a traditional sense. Um, I grew up going, my my mom um, you know, had us in uh, like a Methodist church growing up. So we would go to that periodically on Sundays. I, I hated it. It was like, it was torture for me. I was like, I, you know, I'm, I can do school. I can do sports. I can't, I can't do church. <laughs> I just, I didn't get, you know, any of that that sense of community from there. I didn't really understand it or why we were doing it. Neither of my parents seemed like very religious in the home. So it's like, why are we going over to this place, listening to somebody talk for an hour? And then I got to go to Sunday school and sit around and talk to these other kids. And go home like um so i I really i i kind of rebelled against that at the same time i you know i thought it was a can be can be good uh and 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 can be good for kids to like have that community teaching you know people you know different morals and ethics and obviously you can get those from different places but it's it's uh it's an important institution i think and i'm thinking more about like the importance of institutions like that just in society and and um down to the family level as well. So later on in life, you know, I obviously met Sarah. I converted to Judaism in, in 2015, so I went through a pretty pretty serious process for that. And it wasn't, you know, people ask like it wasn't like some like ultimatum or anything. You got to do this, da, da, da. But I thought it was important. Like you know, Sarah's it's very important to Sarah is Jewish. Want to raise her kids Jewish, which we are. So we're you know Teddy, we're raising te- Teddy Jewish, um, and it's. Yeah, like I, I always would, you know, if I, I would say if I'm if I was going to be any religion, it would be part of any religion. It would be Judaism. I feel like I I disagree with a lot of the uh, the principles. And I, I think a lot of the religions are are similar in in a lot of their principles and just how they do it as well. Um, you know, just very kind of communal. And, you know, there's different flavors and sides of it like this last weekend actually I is interesting story we went to this family camp so it's this jewish summer camp called camp toanga shout out if anybody knows about that um but sarah like grew up obsessed going to it it's like very like northern california outdoorsy hippie type of type of uh like judaism there um and they don't they don't go to go into it too hard there um, but we went to like a they, they do a family camp version and they're probably doing it just, you know, bring your kid and then that kid gets into it and then they're going to go to summer camp and you're going to pay hundreds of dollars for them to go to summer camp when they grow up. Right. Um, so we went to that and it was, yeah, it's really cool. It's kind of this, this, this type of, of, of Judaism that I really like really celebratory, it's a lot of singing just community and, um, and being together. So, you know, we don't really right now, to be honest, you know, we don't, we don't, um, practice that much like here and there we might do you know some of the holidays or like a family Shabbat like a, which is a nice experience on Friday where you just get together as a family light the candles and 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 sing a quick song before uh before the weekend starts um so yeah it's something that has never been a huge part of me, um, but I feel like I'm, I'm thinking more about as we're as we're developing our family, and definitely wanted to make that that institution, like I said, a, a, a good part of our lives. So yeah,
0: long, long, and long think, and short. Yeah, I think we're in the we're very similar because I do think mm-hmm. that uh, religion as an institution is an important component yeah. of raising children and just. Um, having a family unit that can anchor itself around, anchor itself around um, holidays and practices mm. and rites and rituals, et cetera, and that just gives uh, a, a framework to to life and to children that is going yeah. to affect and, and and just affect them in a positive, pro social manner. And so, mm. you know, I've 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 heard this 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 saying where it's like there is no such thing as not worshiping. It's just eventually there's going to be a choice of what you actually worship. And so, you know, if if, if we have a healthy, intelligent, uh, shall I say, rational approach and, and relationship to religion, we'll we'll be able to always um choose the the ways in which it allows us to to be our best selves morally and it'll allow you know allow us to think about traditions and 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 a history of mm-hmm. how to how to approach life in a way that makes us better um mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so if we don't have that uh we run the risk of worshiping other things that don't have that legacy of Morality and and, mm-hmm. and 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 approaching the mystery of existence and and just the the beauty of it all and so we lose a, a sense of of wonder. What we are going to worship is going to be money, mm-hmm. you know, the the vanity of 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 our bodies and our beauty. You know, alcohol. Um, you know things that uh, in the long run are not going to add any sort of uh, value to to one's life or or, or to the life of, of of our children and and our family. So I think we probably reached that same conclusion, and and I think uh, something similar mm. happened when when I talked to Joe, which is what are we choosing for ourselves and our family? Is it easier to sort of uh, gather from the traditions and 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 the sort of uh, development of these great religious ideas, you know, which have developed uh, thousands mm-hmm. of years, or us recreating and and trying to come up with something new? And it just seems like more efficient uh, and, mm-hmm. and, and easier to just borrow from those um, traditions. So it's it's interesting because i'm not religious and i think and, and i think that for me it's just a, a a way of using uh and instrumentalizing religion as a way of um giving a framework to to myself my daughter my family mm-hmm. uh, that's going to allow us to approach life in a way that's going to add meaning and purpose as opposed to just being caught up in you know social media technology mm-hmm. um mm-hmm popular culture and and things that you know could potentially just lead us astray so mm-hmm. um I think i am spiritual this sounds corny it's a cliche but i, mm-hmm. I do think that uh I've grown spiritually and I'm a spiritual mm-hmm. person but I would separate that from you know the the more instrumental utilitarian um role mm-hmm. that is playing or will play in in my family in the way that I'm raising in Maryland.
1: Mm. i thought that's a i think that's a really good point and something I never
0: thought about but maybe I'd
1: been kind of thinking about subconsciously is how yeah you're you're gonna you're gonna fill that worshiping void with something let's let's kind of direct it towards towards something 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 positive and that's time like you said time tested <laughs> um, instead of trying to trying to kind of recreate the wheel so yeah I feel like this is all part of just growing up and developing as a person is getting outside of yourself I feel like you know in your twenties it's just you're so just the ego. It's all about, all you have to do and think about is yourself. You know, that's, that's been honestly the hardest part of, you know, that, that transition, uh, having kids and having to think about these big picture things is there's that tension between yourself and your, your, your kids and your family and their, their, uh, their development. And so it's definitely uh, something I've, I've grappled with, but just talking about it with people who are going through the same thing is really helpful. So
0: are you doing anything towards self-improvement? That's on that note. Yeah.
1: (coughs) Yeah. And I got it. I'm curious this question, I, you know, as someone on the record deploring help, self-help books, Larry. Uh I know in our book club you you said <laughs> you you're like, I can't stand Listen to that. self-help changing books. That. Danny it... Smith
0: said yeah. I'm, I'm open okay. and always okay. changing my mind. I appreciate uh, it. I appreciate but it. But but I do think that uh the 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 level and the type of self-help book that I do read is probably mm. way beyond just the 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 more popular ones and and yeah. So I'm just I'm just putting that out there, you know. I know I know
1: I know I had to, I had to give you a little bit for that uh, comment in the past, but um, <laughs> yeah, you know, little things. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I try to I try to work out as much as possible, stay stay healthy, and I do. God, I do a lot of unhealthy things that I just gotta be mindful of, just like in in how I work at it uh, on day to day. So I work from home. If so I'm in my house all all day long, and I think there's some definite benefits of working from home, I think there's some some real big downsides too that uh, that that like we we don't even know, we haven't even fully uh, fully understood yet. I have just noticed it can affect my mental health some days, so I'm like really trying to to do to do that in more of a healthy way, you know, get outside, uh, be really, be really active. So just working on my mental health, you know, I'm started, uh, during the pandemic seeing a therapist, you know, I, I feel like there's just some things that, you know, once you, once you have a kid, you want to, you want to, um, try to understand and grapple with a little bit more. Um, so just going back to like the, even like my parents divorcing, um, you know, understanding and realizing things about myself and how I can be, uh, be, be a better person. I feel like you got, you know, everyone, you know, some people are like, oh, you know, what's the important, most important things in your world. It's like my, my daughter and my wife. And I feel like sometimes you actually need to flip that, you know, you got to, you got to take care of yourself so that you can be a good partner so that you and your partner can take care of your kids really well together. Right. So you kind of almost have to flip that a little bit. So I think it's a, it's a good, you know, it's good to focus on on yourself and take care of yourself so that you can take care of others. So I think it's a lifelong project, you know, questioning, learning about yourself, what, Mm. what, what you, what you need to be, to be a healthy and successful person. So yeah, just, you know, for me, it's, it's mental health. It's also physical. I need to, I need to work out. I need to be doing something, with my body. And I feel like for, for a while, I was just got really down on, oh, I can't, you know, I can't do the same things I could. I love basketball for example, and playing in these like football intramural leagues and all this, you know, I'm sure we, we did some of that stuff in our, in our twenties. Uh, but now I'm kind of working within what I have now. All right. I can, I, I've really gotten into uh, playing tennis and like, I wanted, I, I made it a big point this year to like get better at something and so i've been really working on you know, i played a little tennis in high school and something i can you know hurts my knee a little bit but not 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 any not anything terribly so just trying to get better at that um and um and yeah just just be a good uh good 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 partner and dad by uh you know by by filling my by filling my cup a a, a little bit as well so i think yeah mean ther- therapy's been really good just kind of getting Getting out some of these some of these things that you might not just know are there or, or, or talk about so readily with other people, you gotta be sometimes push or ask, ask those those really deep questions. I think you do a really good job of that, honestly, man. It's just kind of getting to the getting to the meat of things. So those are, I appreciate those are some, that. And, some things. Yeah.
0: And I think uh for us, uh recently but always in our friendship, we've 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 sort of <coughs> had conversations about mm-hmm these things and how our Mm -hmm. manhood and masculinity and the way that we were raised somehow um, added some barriers to approaching Mm -hmm. uh, that lifelong project of understanding ourselves, of being um, understanding of our, uh, of our emotions, our feelings. um, Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I'm glad that we've, we've, we both uh, are trying to, 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 you know, go above and beyond those barriers that were mm. erected, you know, maybe through family, society, et cetera, mm. and just, mm. you know, working on ourselves and, and, and working through uh, some of the issues that arise from ideas of, of masculinity and, and, and what mm-hmm. that means. Yeah. Any big regrets in life so far? You've, you've mentioned a few, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that- uh,
1: yeah, no, I mean, and I, 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 I said it maybe kind of flippantly, but honestly, the, 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 f- the football thing recently is, is, is a big one. Um, I, I, you know, one thing that I, I will also share that I, I, you know, for a while, and I, I knew you around this time. I went to law school, so after, after Teach for America, you know, I was like, all right, what's next? And you know, when you're young and idealistic, you, you know, you don't like going back to the previous question, you don't fully you know, know yourself quite yet. And I, I did some research, but I you know, I, I could have done more and I, I decided to go to law school. big a big commitment um, just financially and, and personally and in your relationship. And man, I, I second year, probably I could tell like this is this is not for me. You know, I I it was something that, you know, a lot of my smart, successful friends were doing. So I was like, oh, yeah, I think this let me try this out. You know, there's a lot of different things you can do with it. Um, and I don't want to I don't want to discredit or, or, or hate on the whole the whole profession, because there's a lot, a lot good there. Um, but it wasn't for me. And I, I realized that. And sometimes I just, I feel, I feel really regretful for it. It's, you know, for a while, it's something I I, I wouldn't even talk about, you know, change the subject or didn't really get into. Um, Cause I, you know, I was, I was probably just embarrassed about it. Like, honestly, you know, being somebody that I, you know, you know, I, I think, you know, I, I, I put myself out there as, you know, being, you know, being being you know pretty confident knowing knowing what knowing what knowing what i want or what i'm going to do or you know, just being like also just man the the financials of it having those having some of those loans is really hard you know being being someone that's good with money and like very efficient with that it's like it really just goes against a lot of you know a lot of who you are as a person I think that's what re- re- regrets the big ones really do it like it, it's something that you're embarrassed about because it goes against who you see yourself as a person and I think this is one for, for, for me for sure um you know I, I I will say like through through therapy and talking about it you know Learned a lot more about myself, just, you know, being introspective, not always just kind of looking outward and, you know, kind of thinking what other people think of you and, you know, being able to forgive yourself and let go of some of those, some of those regrets, but you know, they still, they still creep up, especially when I have to make those loan payments, but um, yeah, we'll get, we'll, I, I definitely in a better place, mine, like, man, exactly. Yeah. But I, I, I just, you know, just the, I've got a lot of friends who have you know, did worked in law for years and and stopped. It's just like it makes you be a this combative, not not good person. Like you are rewarded. for for, um you know for being for being difficult and challenging and putting up barriers and blockers and it's like that's that's not who i am i want to collaborate i want to get along i want to i want to work together i want to build things i want i want everyone to be happy
0: like (laughs) so so yeah, it could be a, a soul crushing, soul stultifying uh, yeah. uh, job yeah. for for sure. And the and from what I've heard, uh, the the hours are long, and yeah, you have to, you know, it, it 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 consumes your life in a way that other things don't. And I'm sure some people have the disposition to to mm-hmm. do that but um mm-hmm. you know from what you just said you know it, it just seems like there are other things that are probably more important than trying to to be consumed by that sort of um mindset and i was gonna say you know mm-hmm. you, you being a, a a very intelligent person and it and, and just seems that you follow a certain mm-hmm. uh life mm-hmm. story when you are so intelligent mm-hmm. and you've built your identity around intelligence and doing mm-hmm. well in school which is you know i graduate and mm-hmm. i go to law school and then I become a lawyer and you know you have this story and narrative in your head of what it means to be a successful intelligent person you know that that might have been part of it um and I and I think it is for for a lot of people so Hold you on. know if you're if you if you're hearing this you know it's 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 more about you know being happy and and Contentment and being the best version of yourself as opposed to following a, a, totally. a narrative a story that's been given to you. Although that might also make you happy. It's just you need to decide yes. for yourself. And you need to,
1: you probably need to be a little bit older to really understand mm-hmm. yourself and who you are um, before, before, you know, you making those big life decisions. So, yeah, I just make that, make that. I think it's a good, a good comment
0: for sure, Larry. <laughs> Yeah. um last three questions my, my favorites uh what's uh your favorite <laughs> book
1: um I, I, it's since college has been it, my mine are all my my book it, they're all kind of silly but uh confederacy of dunces <laughs> so yeah so this is and, and you know it's it's a pulitzer prize winner so um it's, it's this guy it's a classic right john kennedy tool and you know he the claim to fame there is it's the only posthumously one pulitzer and i think that the story behind it is is kind of interesting so like this guy man he, he lived in new orleans wrote this book um about sort of the underbelly crazy characters of new orleans in the 70s or 60s i want to say wrote one book uh killed himself. Uh, and his mom found the, you know, tortured guy, mom founded the manuscript in the basement, submitted it to like Tulane or some school down there <clears throat> and they published it. And it found out it was this, this really amazing, impressive book. So it's like this, you know, hilarious kind of satire. I got these long verbose sentences, not a ton of deeper meaning there, but I, you know, I feel like just a very entertaining I learned the word picaresque a rough but appealing character so i definitely mm-hmm. feel like i i i i'm attracted to some some stories and books and movies where 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 you have that um that type of person there um but yeah and all, it just just the language and dialogue and local kind of vernacular was always it was always really cool and just kind of fun and for me to read so yeah that's 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 one of my favorite ones for sure
0: yeah i uh, I, I always knew you loved that book I, i'm i i have not read it i want to uh i remember just <laughs> being a, a weirdo uh yeah. when i was younger and i was like i only read serious novels why would i <sighs> read a comic uh-huh. novels it's just not the yeah. type of person that i'm you know creating this <laughs> identity around and um i discovered sam Lip's site. i want to say maybe in 2010 2012 and uh i discovered the joys of just you know really funny novels and books mm. and uh mm. it's been on my list uh mm. now that you mention it i'm definitely gonna yeah I'm
1: definitely
0: yeah. gonna read it just because i do love funny there books and uh um, yeah. and i don't you'll care love, you'll love you'll oh, love the, 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 the that just the deal. words the,
1: the, the word you'll you it's it's one you you even might need to pick up a dictionary while you read. So I know, I know you, you know, you know uh, every every definition,
0: every word out there. But this one, uh, he's I don't. He's, but I, you know, like you, you and yeah. I and and, and Joe, we're pretty good. Uh, yeah, Kayla, we're, we're pretty good with with yeah. with words. Yeah. Um, yeah. Favorite movie? I was gonna say when you mentioned Picaresque and like in those type of characters, I was gonna say you love the Big Lebowski, which reminded I just, me of that.
1: <laughs> I, it's of that
0: it's it's my it, they go together. They kind it, of right.
1: go in tandem. So yeah, I, that's always been my my favorite movie. I can you know pick up, watch watch it anywhere. <laughs> um, very similar to Confederacy, Confederacy okay. of Denses. You've got you've got this rough but appealing character, the dude who just goes through a series of misadventures throughout 1990s la so so that is your Uh, favorite movie yeah
0: yeah oh yeah look at that yeah yeah yeah.
1: cohen cohen brothers adventures and yeah um just like super i don't know the language the diet the dialogue just really witty also kind of has this cult following i feel like i feel like i might might need to join a cult or something larry but um yeah, like uh, just really, really funny type type of kind of um, dark, uh, darkish humor, but like smart. Um, yeah. And I feel like that's what that's what Confederacy Dunces has as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, people think I'm joking when, when I say that uh, sometimes I do feel as if starting uh, a cult and being a cult leader is something that <laughs> would probably fit me. Uh, yeah. not, in, not in any Jim Jones sort of way, but just, <laughs> you know starting a new sort of commune and 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 community of 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 true believers around certain principles and ideas uh anyways
1: uh, <laughs> uh well sign, okay. hey sign, sign me up'll'll I'll, uh I'll uh I'll be part of it probably so uh what's your favorite yeah. album <laughs> gotta say um I think the real title of it is most definitely Coley R black star so 1999 just um first getting into uh, what i would consider 98 okay yeah 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 i I, I don't remember i mean i know it's around that no i think i think yeah i think 98 99 probably Uh so like yeah first getting into like hip hop you know it was like some of my first albums i bought were probably just really garbage i mean which nowadays not terrible but like Juvenile, like whatever was popular at the time, right in the '97. I was getting into middle school and kids were starting to get into hip hop. And then this one friend, he had, must have had an older brother. I still remember. Shout out Darren Latanic in Columbus, Ohio. Gave me a, made a tape. Like went, like only tape that anyone's ever made for me. Probably 1998, middle school, and it had like Roots and Far Side and some like West Coast like Rick and Lauren Hill and some other just stuff that I wasn't really um Fujis like that I wasn't really listening to at the time or other other kids our age weren't really listening to like it was obviously like an older brother <laughs> mm-hmm. uh trickle, trickle down situation like he had some he had some um probably early like tellabermo stuff on there as well and so it's like whoa this is different this is new um but yeah man that album just like the artwork of it just, just i remember just first listening to it um so so iconic and felt so different you got like most def like on the cover like wearing a you know wearing a scarf and like you know looking different than like the the sort of like gangster appearance of, of, of other, other, a lot of rappers at the time there. And just, yeah, felt cool. Like, t- and then I, next year I moved to Las Vegas and it was, it felt cool to like share that and be the one who right. knew about that. Like to my friend in Las Vegas and Caleb, we got into that <clears throat> together. And also I feel like, yeah, a third one that just feels like a cult classic as well. Um, and just one of the, one of the great um, and probably
0: great hip-hop
1: albums of all time and probably defined a lot of
0: future future generations of rappers, for sure. Yeah, it was kind of like that conscious rap mm, uh, mm-hmm. uh, moment right after the, yeah. the death of Tupac and Biggie and, you know, sort of like a uh, uh, confrontation, a uh, collective confrontation with like the violence and this sort mm. of like extra rap mm. and saying, hey, maybe we should, you know, try a, a different tack Right. Yeah.
1: But I felt like in a way that wasn't there's some corniness to yeah. to that genre for sure. In in especially in like re-listening, but I felt you know, I felt like it was you know, they did a good job of like was still real. Yeah. You very real. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did did you listen to <laughs> the, their latest album as Black Star? I, I honestly I felt so bad I didn't. Um I almost in my head, man, it's, it's i, I good. always it is good. Okay, so like I, I don't want to like tarnish in some ways like my my thinking yeah. of them, and I've like eh, listened to some of their earlier like more recent stuff, and it's just, it's just it just I was, don't want
0: to. It was panned by the critics, but I yeah. Larry the individual yeah. um, really liked it. I I thought it okay. was good. I I I really loved uh, the lyricism. I loved the 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 beats. It was it was great. I mean, it's probably bad, but I liked it. I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's I, I like and I, I know you might disagree. I like the new no name album. Um and I feel like these, you know, people who kind of carry on the tradition of like, I don't know, that <clears> the <throat> you know, more more conscious or more that type of hip hop. I, I I tend to gravitate to sometimes, but I feel like yeah. you you also opened my eyes to some some other people and uh uh man that I feel like when we first were becoming friends that Carter three was just like yeah. another seminal album in, uh, in, in my listener um, yeah. journey for sure.
0: So, sometimes we, we, we follow what the, the sort of critics and narrative around certain mm. artists and, and mm-hmm. and, and we think that there's a particular uh, position to take uh, when we are partisans of a, You know a particular sound or 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 genre and so you know if you were like a conscious you know into conscious rap uh Mm -hmm. east coast you know traditional uh hip-hop you know lil wayne was like oh no i can't like southern right it's not the same and you know but that's why i always tell people you gotta you just gotta listen to it you gotta Mm -hmm. you gotta give it a chance at least once and uh you'd be Mm -hmm. surprised about how how good a lot of the the popular Uh, things that tend to be um, dismissed can actually be so Mm -hmm. yeah that that was me for sure with with Lil Wayne just you know being kind of like a hip-hop head and you know being from New York and just all about lyricism and this idea of like southern rappers not being at the same level but I remember being in, in at Temple and, and working with some high school kids and they were like, Yo, Larry, you're crazy. Like, you gotta listen to this. And I was like, All right, I'll give it a mm. listen. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> high school kids know what, what they're talking yeah. about. Um, even That's a cool. few um, people at Temple who, you know, I respected their intelligence and their love of hip hop, they were also like, Bro, like ignore the 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 the, the hate and the narrative around yeah. Lil' Wayne, you gotta go listen. Um, And and the same with other cool. with other rappers and and other music is just be open and yes and you'll be pleasantly su- surprised.
1: That's that's a good point and I think yeah I I love music man I just it it really as some, for someone you know who's ne- I never played an instrument growing up I wish I did honestly because it just I feel like it just really speaks to me and I think it's a good point of just being open to different types of music and I feel like for a long time I. I wasn't and I'm like now starting to like um get into it and like especially one of my one of my new kind of hobbies is like seeing seeing live music of different kinds and just kind of being open more open to that. Um and I've learned that like man hip hop hip hop live is not is not good. <laughs> it's not how <laughs> it's meant to be. Honestly, yeah. man, I go to these yeah. and I've I've like, oh I gotta see this and this and this. And it's like it ends up just like not living up to the expectations it's meant i don't know for me it's like you gotta listen to it in a car or
0: speakers or headphones Um, it's funny yeah i was i was having the same you know conversation with with ty we were like yeah it has to be a really special type of artist and performer um to be able to to do a a good hip-hop concert but most yeah it's it just doesn't it's it doesn't feel the same it's not the same but yeah on on that note great conversation. It's been great, uh, having you, uh, and, uh, we'll continue talking. Thank you for joining the what's liking podcast.